0: Spoiled Movie Reviews. Hey, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I am all by myself. It's Rod, but you knew that. You've listened to 400 episodes of my voice. And I am here to do a solo movie review for a movie you've seen. Don't ever plan on seeing or don't care about seeing because I spoiled the movie. Uh, and today's movie is no exception. It is the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, directed by Wes Anderson, written by Roald Dahl and Wes Anderson, uh, and starring Benedict Cumberbatch, Ralph Fiennes, Deb Patel, Ben Kingsley, uh, Richard Oyade. Um, and that's about it for people that I recognize. Um, but... Uh, We'll get into what I liked about it, what I didn't like. Score from zero to five. The synopsis of it is Henry Sugar, an independently wealthy man who enjoys gambling, finds, and reads a doctor's report on a strange patient the doctor met while stationed at a hospital in India, India. This patient, who called himself the man who sees without using his eyes, had the ability to see even after doctors had medically sealed the man's eyes shut and bandaged his head uh the man was part of a circus act and uses ability to make money When interviewed in more detail by the curious doctors he gave an account which they wrote up so then he uh henry sugar this this man finds this book studies it and acquires the ability to uh, for himself um so let's talk about what we liked um first of all wes anderson okay okay uh I know Wes Anderson is a very controversial person for some reasons uh, which uh, I won't debate but uh, I just know he's very controversial and a lot of people like to hate on him Uh, but to me Wes Anderson is a masterful filmmaker and when he's in his fucking bag he's in his bag and in this movie he was in his bag it's based off a short story by Roald Dahl um, uh, who Ralph Fiennes plays and um, the style it's so Wes Anderson. Let's just go into some of the, the Wes Anderson-ness of it because you know he gives you quirk, quirk per second off the charts. Um, so he's moving around all of the set pieces as the actors are mostly speaking directly to the camera, and they're giving these long kind of like monologues where they're delivering the information very fast. There's a style to it and a beat and a rhythm to it. And You know, if you've seen a Wes Anderson film, he does this in certain... The French Dispatch was very much like this. Um, But I feel like he's really perfected that style. And so when you have Benedict Cumberbatch basically delivering the plot points to you and the other actors, like when they choose to have them actually voice a line versus when they have like Benedict Cumberbatch say the person's line for them. Those choices were all perfect and resonated with me in great detail in great ways. And it made me appreciate this film. The other thing, it's short. This film, I wanna say is 40 minutes. Like yeah, 37 minutes. So it's a short. And uh if it for some people I think they lose patience with Wes Anderson as the, the the movies get bigger and longer so they're like okay this movie is two hours I can deal with a little bit of Wes Anderson I can't deal with two hours of Wes Anderson well if you're one of those people this is the one for you you're in and out of there in 30 some minutes um the uh way that um the dialogue is done, and the set the sets are done as they move people in and out of sets. As they literally show you production people who are obviously actors and part of the script, part of the the visuals, move things. It's so it it goes so fast. Um, uh, another thing too with the set design, oh my god, it's so it's like there's moments where it's like watching a stage play, but the stage is moving to you, you know where. Uh, some some movies like Fences take place in a world that's it's essentially a stage play put into the real world, and there's moments that feel very cinematic. You know, it's, oh, he's on the back of this garbage truck, and that can't take place on a stage, really, you know, or or not in a way that it does in a movie. But then when he's in the house, you can kind of film that like a stage, you know. you can You can block it and all that stuff. This was very much like the stage brought to life in a way that made me appreciate it. And um, just, and and, and and instead of doing that thing where they're trying to turn the stage into, well, here's what 3d real life looks like. It was like, no, this is what a play feels like, you know? And I thought, and I thought that was so good. Um, you know, everyone that was casted in the delivery was great. Um, so I, I like that as well Um, it was very funny Um, the story was very interesting I love the twist and the turns and the way that it took you to a story within a story within a story like Roald Dahl is a character who is telling you a story on your TV watching Netflix about a story about a different dude that that had this superpower and then this other dude that found out about the superpower trained himself and ended up like using his own thing um I also love the twist of you kind of think Henry Sugar is gonna become the wealthy guy who um gets greedy and then apparently you know like through story narrative karma will have to pay an ultimate cost because of his greed like he didn't do anything illegal or wrong but he learned the ability to see without seeing, and he was able to win at gambling as with no problems and all this stuff, and you think, "Oh, he's gonna become a wealthy." person that has to that you know eventually greed gets him in the end and no that's not what happened at all I love the twist of he becomes the most altruistic person in the world and he gives all his money away and he helps all these causes and he recruits people to help him with all these causes and in the end Henry Sugar's not even his real name it's just the name that that they told us because he wasn't obsessed with He didn't even want to be famous based off of this. And it was kind of nice to have a story where the twist wasn't, but the lawyer was greedy and the lawyer took all the money or, you know, he shouldn't have trusted that one person because they got him like, nope, everybody was on the up and up and it had kind of a sweet, saccharine sweet ending that I really, really enjoyed. Um, So that's for the positives. Let's get into the negatives. This is is a short one because this movie was short. Um, Negatives, of course, is always the same thing with Wes Anderson, which is, you know, there's not a lot of black people in it. There's a couple of brown people in it. Um, it's such a small story with small parts that there's not like a, a huge cast here anyway. Um, but um, I, I like I just know it's a knock on him and I'm not really saying it bothers me it honestly doesn't even when he's had black and brown people in his movies uh like with a lot like a lot of them or whatever or just with major roles he Wes Anderson doesn't really talk or do much about race in the first place like very little of his stuff is is going to even touch that territory and i'm not sure he would even know how to handle it well so i'm not one of these people that's begging him to we need diversity in these in these movies that doesn't bother me um if you're not a fan of the quirk and you know who you are. You 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 probably should skip this because it's very it's a lot of quirk, okay. The quirk is uh, is is immeasurable how much quirk is going on. Um, so I would say you know, think about the quirk. If you can, if your quirk tolerance is low, okay, then you might want to skip this one. Um, but other than that, that's it. Like I don't think I had any real negative feelings or thoughts during this movie or after this movie when thinking about the plot and the story i actually thought it was really good so uh let's rate it zero to five i would honestly give this thing uh like a four and a half it's like it was delightful it was short i paid attention the whole time i liked the story it was a visual feast for the eyes with all the movement happening in the sets. Like. It, there's a very stylistic choice of the lack of movement of the protagonist and the way that they ne- they just lock eyes with the camera and they tell you stories if they're talking to you in your house. There's something that connected with me there, and so when you see all the set pieces changing behind them or the practical, the way they use practical sets like you would in a, in a theater stage, um, comes to mind of. Uh, one time when they were showing like how to levitate while meditating and you could see, and they wanted you to see that essentially Benedict Cumberbatch or whoever was meditating sat on a block that was the same color as the floor of the stage. And the angle of the camera makes it seem as if he's levitating. And it's like a wink, wink, nod, nod. Cause we all know it's, it's not a special effect, but it's a practical effect. And it's not necessarily designed to truly fool you, but there's a, the illusion is for those who want to buy into what they're watching and I think that's the best litmus test of this movie is if you want to if you can watch that part and still be totally involved in this movie I feel like it's the movie for you so yeah I give it four and a half out of five to Wes Anderson uh the wonderful story of Henry Sugar and uh yeah so that's it for this review told you it'd be kind of short hope you enjoyed the review even if you didn't see the movie and uh, until next time peace out